All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast, brought to you by Rig Hand Distilleries. That is how you do it, boys. That is a vigorous new opening to the Real Life Podcast. Oh, Bulldogs. Chalmers, you know what that is? Yeah. That is the Yale fight song. Bulldogs, bro. And why do you think we would be embracing the Yale fight song around these parts? Because Harvard sucks. Because we got beef with a Harvard man. And if Yale knows that a Harvard man is screwing up an NHL team, they're like, bully! And then they go watch polo. And so by supporting Yale, we are indirectly saying we don't appreciate Harvard, which is a slight at Peter Chiarelli. Yeah, everyone already knows that uh, all the successful people that went to Harvard actually flamed out of Harvard exactly. because of how its lameness. Zuckerberg left yep. Harvard second year. Bill Gates bounced on Harvard. Chirelli, stuck around. Yeah, me didn't even apply. Yeah, even more gangster. Exactly, ultimate snub. Paul Allen, I think, left too. So by saying go Yale, we're yes. saying eat it, Chirelli, you sack of garbage who traded Jordan Eberly for a spoon <laughs> when you want to break it round all the way down to a spoon. Spoon scored. Scored on Saturday night, full disclosure. Cuddles. Yeah, Look Cuddles good. scored. That was Game a, winning goal. That was Look a heads up play. Brian Strom. Kara, that goal? Did you see the goal, Jay? You were partying all weekend, but did you see it? I did, of course. Kara had Despite Chalmers up. trying to force me not to watch <laughs> it, I did see the goal. I wasn't forcing you not to watch it. I just would have rather played catchphrase. We had a nice group of people around a, around a table playing catchphrase where we were watching the game, and I get a little competitive, and we were dominating, so I wanted to keep that train rolling. So Jay has a birthday weekend in the mountains and invites up people for a genteel weekend of skiing and apres ski and a couple of cognacs, mm. and Chalmers shows up 
pissed off because he wants to play catchphrase and beat people <laughs> no, at stuff. I, I want to win at shit. I didn't show up pissed off just during that game. Everybody wanted to stop the game and watch the Oilers game. I just knew we could do both at once. I was told by a friend of the show that you wanted to end watching the game so you could play mm, catchphrase with did, no distractions. I would not have wanted to shut it off. There's no way. Okay. I pretty sure recall you making a strong statement like that. I can't, uh, it sounds familiar. I think you did. Charles, I think you did. I, I can't did a lot say of things. I might not remember conviction. that night. Charles, how many sips did you have of the creature before a you started? A lot. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What were you into? Uh, well, we started the day off like immediately at like 830 in the morning with a nice Drambuie on ice Uh-oh. to wake ourselves up. I know whose birthday it is. The only <laughs> Drambuie customer on earth. Delicious drink. It's so good. And so, yeah, we went from that into beer on the way there. Yeah. Bottle of red wine in the trees. Oh, nothing like sitting in the mountains, you know, sitting up against a tree in the snow, crushing a bottle of wine with your friends. Oh, it's the best. So, no, you know what we did was we like, we went down the hill first and we kind of mapped out a spot where we were going to stop. Because what we do is we take a backpack with a couple. I was going to say, how do you get the wine? Yeah, a couple bottles of red wine in your backpack. Yeah. And then we just go down and we find some trees. We veer off into them, take your skis off, walk into a nice little padded area and just make a snow chair and... Sit down, crack a ball of red. Sick. Yeah. So the best part. Until first, an errant out-of-bound snowboarder comes ripping well, through the trees uh-huh. doing a 720 that's, and beheads one of you. No, that's why we go into an area where- Back like, against a tree. Yeah, back against That's the trees. safest way to do it. Got to get yeah. out of the way. Got but it. the best was the very first spot that we picked. Jay stepped off his yeah. skis and boom, right up to like his waist and stuff. Yeah, like much a, snow. It was, like a it was a snow. Well, yeah. It was a tree yeah. well. Oh, that was shit. stuck. And he got stuck. <laughs> it was good, man. He could hardly get out. Where were you skiing at that day? Oh, sunshine. 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 You have beef with Sunshine. Were you beefing with it? Well, Sunshine is, it's a nice mountain, but it the runs are very short. And it goes short run, long flat traverse to short run, uh, to long flat traverse to chairlift. Like, it's pretty, you can't get a good flow at Sunshine, I find. Unless Goatsai is open, which it wasn't, or if the conditions at Goatsai are good. So I do have a minor beef. I know a lot of people love Sunshine, but See, it's. I love it too. But I also have a little love hate with it because, despite its name, it's literally always windy and not sunny. Mm-hmm. Right? Goats like, I can just, get nasty. It's just the way it is, yeah. and so you you understand that. Yet it's beautiful. Like the gondola ride's awesome. The ski you out get up there. Yeah. The when you're 12, village. you're like, this is the best place in the world. I can ski out. When you're that's an adult, long, unfortunately, that's the longest run at sunshine is the ski out. Sure. Yeah. And like when you're now, when you're at the end of your day, you're like, I don't want to ski out. I want to ride down the gondola. The they, last thing I whoa, want. Whoa, after- whoa, death before download. I will never ride down any sort of <laughs> chairlift or what? gondola. Death before what? Download. Download. You never download. So, like, I only you can take the gondola down. Oh, which that's is considered clever. Downloading. Can yeah. we call this Jared Death Before Download? A wise couple I met in a hot tub, older couple I met in a hot tub in Whistler. <laughs> Swingers hot tub in they were Barcelona. Me, yeah, they were telling me we were Whistler. We just got in. Uh, we went to the hot tub, uh, chatted up this nice older couple from Ottawa. And uh, I'm like, how are the conditions? Like, oh, yeah, top of the mountain, we're good, and blah, blah, blah. But like, the ski down was tough because, like, Whistler is like normally 10 degrees half the time. So like the bottom half of the mountains, a lot of slush. And uh, they're like, yeah, it was really slushy all the way down and pretty dangerous. But you know what they say? Death before download. So that's like resonated with me forever. So I will never ride down only up. Yeah, I don't. Go by that same theory. You don't even like skiing. You just like skiing. it's not. Yeah, I got the whole cost benefit analysis between what you have to do to ski? Well, well people it's don't not, go to ski for a cost benefit. I know. Okay, so I, okay, so let's put it another way: the amount of work it takes to have fun skiing 
it just does. It's just to me, it's like this doesn't seem worth it. Is it as much, though, as like having to maintain a sailboat or needing to keep your quad up tuned or whatever the hell people do? Yeah, but some people like doing oil changes on quads. Some people like going skiing. I personally don't like putting the boots on and walking to a shuttle or whatever, however you're going to get to the mountain, which takes forever. Then you get there. It's really like you pick up your skis and stuff. Like, I know how to carry them. I see, I walk around, 90% of the people there are struggling just to carry their skis and their poles, Right in these boots that they hate, they don't want to be wearing, right? Then you get onto the mountain and then you wait in line for a chairlift while you're cold. And then you get on the chairlift and if you're like me and you got to light a cigarette, you got to take your gloves off without... <laughs> you're smoking on the chairlift? <laughs> oh, yeah. Every run. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> smoke them when you got them. Every yeah, but then, run. Yeah, and so then you got to make sure you don't drop your gloves and, you're kinda, and then it takes you half the chairlift just to light the thing because it's so windy there. Well, you got to light it. Right. He's it's not taking butt, in the scenery around him or the fact no. that he's on Dangling, this chair that's just yeah. shooting him up the mountain into so heaven. fast. Yeah, into the snow heaven. I've had enough of that. Try to keep anyways, my dart lit. So, yeah, yeah. And then you're like our dart guy. Chalmers is AJ. Chalmers is our dart You are our dart guy. But in only, like, well, this is for skiing, though. Like, cause, but okay. skiing, like a run, you'll get half an hour of run if you're doing it right. Yeah, so, okay. I'll get to the good part. Three quarters of the way up the chairlift, your nose is freezing. Your gloves, your hands are starting to get cold. You just want to get off the damn thing. You finally get off, and for the next five to ten minutes, you have a great time. You're skiing; it's fun. Yeah, the you best. Hit some, you know, you, yeah, you have fun on the run. Then you get to the bottom, and it's the hell again to get back up and <laughs> wait around again. people. Back in the day, before chairless, people would take like a like a wagon up a mountain and be like, "What an afternoon!" Exactly. And now it's what, like motorized, yeah. and you're like, "This isn't fast enough." Uh, I, I will, I will give in. To your common sword skiing in a certain circumstance. If the conditions are shitty, I will agree that skiing can be a very expensive cover charge to a good time. Yes. But, you know, the three things I love about skiing is I love the skiing itself. I love the apres. And I love the feeling of when you take your ski boots off after wearing them all day. Two of those are not skiing. Two of those are but not the all, actual. But they act of all skiing. You, you need to do. <laughs> like, you need to do the. You need to do the skiing to get to the other. I give a lot. That's yeah. the thing. Après skiing only happens after skiing. So like you ski for eight hours, you just you know you you put in a good effort, and then you go into the bar after everyone. And you're just, happy that you're everyone's done crushing skiing, jugs of beer. So There's much. live music. It's such a good vibe. Then you take your feet out of your boots and it's just like, oh, like it, it, your feet don't feel that good ever unless they've been gone through the pain of being in your boots for eight hours and then taken out. That's there's it. A, there's a, a train of thought of like you have to earn your tree, right? And like <laughs> yeah. mountain climbers, right? Yeah. They're like, you have to enjoy the climb, but when you get to the top, boy, you've really earned it. I think you don't enjoy it with the treat that you're earning, or as Jay's saying, like the sacrifice of having to motor around in those boots sure makes for a nice boot removal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was really good conditions on Saturday, too. I had fun. Don't get me wrong. I had fun. But there was the last hour of the ski day where I looked at you guys at the top, and I went, I'll see you in the chalet. And I went down, met a guy named Chud, who'd been drinking for three days straight. (laughs) There you go. Did not mean to sit next to this guy. Yeah, Chud. He goes by Chud. His name's not even Chud. (laughs) No, his name was Chad. He wants to be called Chud. And we saw, I sit next to him. He orders me a shot of Fireball because we're watching the Alabama-Georgia game. Like any and, good skier. Yeah. And then he tells me about the parties he's been at, the couch he's ne- that he didn't know where he slept last night. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And he goes, yeah, i got to check my phone for my girlfriend. I can't find his phone. <laughs> so I'm like, you want to use my find, find my iPhone? He's like, yeah. Oh, you he, would help Chud find his imaginary in. iPhone. Oh, my God. The guy couldn't punch in his 
username or password. So I did it for him. And Chud, oh, yeah. his password was Chodaslap19. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chud. You might want to change that now, Chud. No, 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 no. Um, that's fine, that's fine. So we, we play the ring sign on his, we're like, yeah, man, it's, it's, your cell phone's coming up is like right here, man. He puts the ring on it and it's like on the floor underneath the bar, oh, like Chud. right underneath him. You can remote turn your ring on on a phone? So you can just push play sound, and it'll oh, play a sound, wow. right? wow. Yeah. And so we kind of faintly hear it, the three other people. That's helpful. All oh. next to us at the wood. One from Saskatchewan, one from Edmonton, and one from Dublin, Ireland. So a nice little eclectic group yeah. of people. We just sat there and laughed at Chud. <laughs> the whole world laughed at you this, that afternoon, yeah. Chud. Chud smelled like he had been partying for three days. But he's it wearing was, ski boots and shit? Uh, snowboard. Snowboard boots, Snowboard yeah. boots. Oh, Didn't yeah. look like he had been on a run, though. I ended up riding the bus back with Chud. Yeah, you got pretty. You got dealt a shitty hand there, eh? And uh, yeah, he was just like trying to touch me, like eh, oh. I was like, "Chud, leave me alone." Whoever, you know what I know? Your password. Whoever is. ordered a cab for six people didn't know that there were seven of us. Yeah, that was my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Chud got your cab. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I so ordered Jay the cab, had to take the shuttle. I told back. we had six, so they ordered. They brought a van cab for us, and we were actually seven. So that wouldn't take you. No, because they wouldn't take the extra people. The there was out, a check so stop they, on the way out. Yeah. take five, leave two. So, so we did. Him and him and yeah, they went on. You and Chud. No. no. Oh, well, Chud, why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah, technically, yeah. I rode with Chud. Sunshine. You were like, no, nah, sorry, guys. I'm going to ride with Chud. Sunshine even featured Jay on their Instagram story. Did nice they? picture of him in the mountains with the backdrop. Oh, on that was the, a cool birthday post. Oh, yeah. We, we went 90s retro theme. Yeah, wore so, one pieces. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chalmers had some great one pieces. Well, I bought like... Lutes was amazing, too. Yeah. That yellow one. We bought four like... 10 years ago, when we, we used to go to Panorama yeah, yeah, every year, for, remember? Uh, we did the one-piece Stasharama. Yeah, one Stasharama. Yeah, so I still had those. Nice. Well, yeah. once you got the old-school ones, you don't need to get new old-school They're ones. so cold. The down in them's worn out, like, from 25 years, 30 years of... So, like, man, I was freezing cold, too, and mine was so tight, I couldn't wear anything underneath it. No. So I literally just had it on in a t-shirt. Stupid sexy chalmer. Stupid sexy chalmers. I was so tight. There's another story, <laughs> uh, and I can't remember how it led up to it. I need you to tell it, chalmers. But Jared, you may have to edit this out because I don't know what chalmers said to get it out of the guy. But the, the cab driver started talking to you about Russian porn. <laughs> oh my god! How the hell what did, did that you say to provoke it? And that's why I'm not sure if it needs to be edited out. So what's up? Oh, Anybody here? Like, and then you porn? stopped and be like, "Okay, uh, we're done talking here." <laughs> Buddy, I can't even remember uh, how that he, came he, up. And I just remember looking at him being like, that's where you took this? That went to there this quickly? I'm like, okay, we don't need to talk anymore. <laughs> it was something like, kind of innocent that you talked about. Then he took it to Russian porn. He was going to tell about Jesus. his... This is yeah. my memory, man. That's all right, I got man. The worst memory. You just need to be funny the first time. You don't need Short to remember term. it. <laughs> Shit. It doesn't matter. You remember Chud. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, this, and you Russian. remember his password. Chud is immortal. You remember his, e- his login? Uh, it was his name. Something. His name. His actual name was Chad. And then dot his last name at gmail.com. <laughs> God damn, you could log in and take over his life. I straight up, I think I, I think I remember how to spell it. It was uh, try and log in as Croatian. Right I'm not going to do that. <laughs> All right, fine. I don't really. I don't think. Ch- don't think Joel Chud's got much on the go with that. You know. I mean, just like to see what songs he likes on iTunes. Download all of his notes in his notepad. Probably a lot That's of sound. Note to self. In there. Yeah, yeah. Note to self. Go well, with Chud. <laughs> <laughs> Chud. Chud is the ticket. Chud was weird. Man. Note to self. Anyway, so that's the weekend, man. That well, was good. a good weekend. It well, was happy a good party. birthday, buddy. Yeah, Thank happy you. Birthday. Happy birthday, Jay. 26. 26. Looking fly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. That was a weird break. <laughs> hey, you know what? We're only on like 102. We'll figure it out. Well, 101. Oh. Remember, we kept it 100 last that's right, time. That's right. That's right. 101. 101. Yeah. So we're going to keep it 101. We're 101 boys today, Jay. Oh, wow. Wow. We, we can explain what that boys. means. We'll come back after this. No one will give a shit. Real life. Have you got holes to dig? Earth to pack and roads to build? 
then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? You can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly, Jabba Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at jappamachinery.com. Jappa Machinery Group. Join the family. Real Life Podcast brought to you by our friends at Jappa. Chalmers, I was telling you before the break, the 101 Boys is our 101st episode. What is that? It's like the G-Unit of Icelandic rap. These three awesome rappers come together and record as the 101 Boys because that's the postal code of downtown Reykjavik where all the good shit happens. Let me guess. Yeah. It's a 47th uh, podcast in a row you've mentioned that you've been to Iceland I like it there it's what? cold and snowy you wouldn't understand uh, what's the airwaves <laughs> what airwaves over here? this year didn't you tell me how you watched it on your laptop yeah, I didn't thing? go to airwaves this year which is a music festival in Iceland why didn't you go? go to I had shit to do man it's 2018 this was the busy year yeah, well, don't get mad at me for liking football and talking about betting and stuff when all you talk about is fucking Iceland, Icelandic music scene. I think Chalmers and wishes nobody he was knows part anybody. of the 101 Boys. Yeah, you sound to me like you'd be like to know they more about the hard. 101 Boys. They they're not hard. hard. They're oh, not, they're not hard. No. They're not hard, hard at all. They're actually... Uh, so then they're not the G-Unit. Either. They're hipster. Uh, they're the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, they're boys. like hipster. Like, yeah, their music is not... They're not G-Unit, for real. But they're good. Chalmers. Very good. Icelandic oh, you music. Know what's awesome? oh, so good. You know what's awesome? Let's watch what? the Atlanta play the Baltimore football, and we'll watch DeJaney <laughs> and Jackson run for two <laughs> yards, De- but it'll totally flip all of our games over on our betting apps, and then we'll yell and be happy and eat wings. Do you speak Icelandic yet? <laughs> no, it's indecipherable. Well, good luck learning that language. Never can. Never will. You'll learn. Gibberish. No, I never it's, learned any Spanish. I live in Mexico. I haven't learned one Icelandic word. is so rare that Google Translate doesn't translate yeah. it in the sense of when you go like on... Oh, I shouldn't say Google. That's so wrong. Uh, if you're on Instagram and it says see translation, it won't translate it. Google Translate won't either, though. I had the Google Translate app where you can like hold your phone up to text. Remember, yeah. it would convert. It was yeah. magic. I tried doing that in Iceland. No dice. It's because there's only 300,000 people in the entire world that speak it, so it's not worth their time. You know how ridiculous when you guys are in Iceland, you turn into is the, when I saw pictures, and you would never dress like this in a million years when you got here. <laughs> but when you the minute you touch down and you find out that slouch socks up to your knees over your pants. Is that wasn't cool, me. M- I'm pretty sure you just uh, never, never pictured, but you're you probably running look it. through the, all of history. You'll never find me rocking that weird Euro shit. Jay's got I a did, scarf on all yeah. the way down to his belt. That'll do. And his, and his slouch sucks up to his knees. Anytime I'm in Europe, you go with my, the my, my scarf game, if I'm going to keep a 100, yeah. is fucking 100. You are a scarf I've man. Got, I've got like 10 scarves, and I pack them all. All of them when but I there go was to a, There was an era where we were rocking scars all the time. Oh, yeah, I still run scars. Yeah, exactly. Gotta keep your neck warm in exactly. these Canadian winters. Chalmers, if you would run a better scarf game like me and my Icelandic friends on the 101 boys, you wouldn't have a cold face on the chairlift. You don't wear a scarf skiing. You Plus, could. I do not Absolutely look like the type could. of guy that could Maybe you should run keep a 100 scarf. and tell us something, because I think this is the time to talk about these types of things in lieu of, if I'm going to keep a 100, structure. Yeah, no, fair. Well, so you want to keep something 100? Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I'm keeping 100. Well, My European kept... scarf game is fucking tight. <laughs> well, I kept it 100 with skiing. Skiing. It's a smackdown charm. I can, as much anyone as... can look. I've got a photo of me and Ufe. I'm in a bar and I'm still wearing my scarf. Respect. That's how 100 I'm keeping it. In the Fashion scarf over game. function, JR. Always. Uh, sure, let's keep it 100. The other day, I realized what my favorite little life pleasure is that probably goes unnoticed by most people, but it is when you finish washing your car in a wand wash and then you go to back out of said stall. 
and your backup camera is just crystal clear and beautiful. It's like high it's definition. It's like the nicest thing in the world. Oh my God. Like it's, I just want to drive backwards all the way home just because I want to see it. Because it's so nice. Like, man, because is there anything worse than a couple days after that and you go to back up and your camera's all dirty and you can't see what you're doing and you rely on that thing not to hit the people behind you? It's fucking Whoa, there's you a want to get away in your it. car if I'm going to keep it 100 that says, do not rely on the backup camera for anything. Well, it's got sensors too. I mean, it's going to tell me if something's there, but I just like to see what's happening back there. See, I don't dig all the technology in cars now. What do you mean? I can't drive a car without a backup camera because I forget to look back now. If I'm going to keep it 100, I'm a liability when I back up without a backup camera. My truck has a backup camera, but my car doesn't. And I love my car because it doesn't ding. It like that thing dings or something's about like a piston's going to come through the hood. That thing does not clang. It doesn't ding. It's not chiming. I don't like getting into new cars now. And like, it's basically driving for you. Well, if we're talking technology in cars and we're keeping it 100, I got to agree with you on that. We were driving my wife's car to the mountains Mm. and it's got this feature where if you turn your cruise control on, it will sense the car in front of you and slow down. Mm. And this thing, like, is just—it's tiring at how much it like breaks and how hard it breaks when you're coming up. So you can like set it to only like one car length or whatever, and this thing will just like slam on the brakes in the like in the middle. I hate it, and you can't turn it off, so it's like hard to run cruise because you know you want to ride someone's ass, get them the fuck out of your way, right? Fair. That's right. You got to make your own space out there. How are they going to know to get to the right? You set it to asshole three inches away from them. well, no, that's just with your pedal. You just theory, yes. Please engage asshole mode. My wife always, why are you so close to them? I'm like, well, how are they going to know I want to get past them if I'm way back here? They might think I don't care. So you got to let them know. We got to Banff in how, how much? Oh, yeah, you guys like, crushed on the way down. Three hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, oh, which is really good. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, from down, like when was... they left to when they got to the restaurant to meet us. Yeah. So, yeah, they did we were thought we were going to be there by like... Eight thirty nine, and they were had a seven thirty dinner reservation. If we would have gone straight to the restaurant, we would have literally been there in exact time. My favorite game is when I put like the GPS. I, I get in the car, and then right before I leave, I put my GPS on to where I'm going, and whatever number it says I'm going to be there, I try to beat that. Yeah, by, of like, course, as much as possible. For it's sure, like the game because it keeps me not bored when I'm driving. Is it update as you drive though? Hell yeah! So you just like oh, make note the beginning. Constantly making. I'm yeah. constantly watching it to see if I'm like how I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Shit. I respect that. Driving in the mountains is the best. Well, you're driving at night or day. Well, there? here it's night at four, so we yeah, stu- yeah. So we left at like four, so okay. it was pretty dark. It was dark all the way. Through. Oh, yeah, but it was dead. Like so when you're rolling through, like depending on where you're going, if you're going to Jasper, but like you leave Hinton, and then all of a sudden you come around a curve, and you're long no longer in like the the the, the, the little what are the hills called there. Uh, the Outside foot- of the foothills, yeah, foothills. You're no the longer coolies? in the foothills. All, yeah, you all of a sudden you're rocking like straight mountain peaks. You're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am somewhere. The first time when your ears give a little pop, that's nice. And feeling. then when you're leaving, it's so depressing. Like when you leave Calgary, <laughs> and then you drive by that like the the casino that's in the middle of nowhere. You're like, uh oh, I'm gonna be gone. Stony Nakota. Yeah, and then you come around the corner, and then it's back to hoodoo's. Remember, we used to stop there. Remember, we stopped there like on the way to Banff. Oh sure, oh, and we stopped there for like 45 minutes. Quickly enjoy ourselves. Yeah, me and like our buddy Kevy, we just went in there and we literally made our trip in like 45 minutes. Ridiculous. And you sat at the bar and had lunch. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Delish. Sounds like you guys Sorry. are really keeping it 100. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> We've got, we were trying to, we're trying to impose a new uh, segment here. I liked it. People were liking keeping it 100. I know. We got to do it. People yeah, did I, like I've, got, the- I've got one I want to say. Oh, I, give her. Well, I've, I've had a few. Chalmers, I've been going back and forth on a couple here, I think. Yeah, we have. Well, we got to get Wanya on board. Uh, so if I'm going to keep it 100. Oilers have won three in a row. I'm happy about it, 
but I'm not convinced that things are better yet. Mm. If I'm going to keep it 100, I still believe. I always believe, but I need to see a little more. I'm seeing stuff these last three games I haven't seen in a while. Like the first period against Vegas on Holding Saturday. Holding a one goal lead? Like no, a no, tight no. checking game? First period, <laughs> first period against Vegas, first 10 minutes. I can't remember. The shots were like 8-1 Vegas. And the oil were swamped. And I was like, oh shit, this isn't going to go well at all. And then I don't know what that it was at the end of the first. Good research, Wanye. But it was like 18-17 Oilers. They came back heavy in the second half of the first period mm-hmm. and went on to win the game. Mm-hmm. And all too often, not just with McClellan Oilers, but Oilers in general, losing teams in general. You, you don't get that momentum early on. When we won a one nothing game. Yeah. In yep. overtime. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm keeping a 100, it seems like we're playing a little bit better defensively. Wow. And this is what you got to look at. What's Koskinen's record? Koskinen's record, 8 2 and 1. Yeah. He's the hot hand. On like a shit D team. Oh, yeah. As a Yale man, I would never give a Harvard boy anything to be proud about. But I'm wondering if Koskinen wasn't actually a really good signing. Does a Yale man want to trade? Talbot, Yale or man does like a Harvard me? man want to mm. keep him? Well, I, a Yale man like myself, Cam Talbot is a good guy, and he's four years in. But I don't know, man. Like you got to ask yourself. Like I don't want to quote Mac T ever, although I don't mind Mac T. Koskinen looks good with the exact same team in front of him. So for anybody that is like me that listens to this, yeah, and doesn't know where Koskinen came from, like where did he come from? Okay, so you just signed have, him out of nowhere. He was the number two goalie in the KHL last year. And, and so when when did the signing the off happen? Season. Off so season. They signed him to a one-year deal for two and a half million US. And we were all flipping out. That's a lot. It's a lot. And you got a no movement clause. We're like, okay, <laughs> right? And then the number one KHL goalie, Jay said, makes like 600 grand and signed an NHL deal. Yeah, Colorado signed the number one for less. For like a less. quarter of the price. So Koskinen wheels in here, Finnish though, not Russian. Mm-hmm. He's like 11 feet tall and then proceeds to go eight, two and one. Cool. On paper at the very beginning, that doesn't sound. I very know good. he's got two shutouts. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Cam Talbot, I don't know. Right. Like, well, if, if he deserves every dignity extended to him, I'm going to keep hammering this fucking home. But if I keep, <laughs> if I'm keeping it 100, yeah. I Koskinen is, is the hotter goalie, but I still don't have a lot of trust in him. I, he's looked good, man. Like I've seen him play now a few times, and like he makes, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Oh no, that's no, what no. killed he me makes about a ton of mistakes, but he can recover. But like that, end up in the net is what I'm saying. Is uh, I don't see a lot of blooper goals of. Koskinen. And he's been getting some luck, but like I said, he's the hot goalie, so you got to play him, and you gotta you gotta just keep rolling with it. What kills me with Talbot is the blooper goals, right? Like they're well, so the defeating. Man. Well, they're so defeating, right? Yeah. Koskinen isn't maybe he's making mistakes, but they're not ending up in the back of the net. There's like this weird juju around uh, around Koskinen. So like, like I said, like ride it. Like if I'm going to keep 100, I'm not. Talbot's lost my trust for the rest of the year. Like the last two years have been bad. Yeah. This guy. So I keep seeing pictures of him and I just expect from the picture that I see of him, the same one that I think everyone's seen, mm. that he's like pretty old. Yeah. He's no, 30 he's years old. Yeah. That's but that's the thing. I think. Unfortunate. I think. From a guy that doesn't have very good hair. That's an. <laughs> I think the way that you can get goalies in the NHL and like how you have to build your team has changed, right? Like, remember the glory years, Chalmers, when we were little, like Eddie Belfort, John Van Beesbrook, the Bees, oh, Kirk yeah. McLean. There was like eight goalies in the league that were unreal. Mm-hmm. And you were looking to lock guys up for like four or five years, maximum cash, build from the net out. I don't know that necessarily works that well these days anymore. Like, look at Carey Price. He is locked no, up until no. forever. You don't want to spend more than $5 million on a goalie. 
Like no. that's who you want. You want to try to avoid it. And unfortunately, what happens is you sign, you get a goalie, you draft a goalie. He all of a sudden turns into a stud, and you have to pay him more to keep him. But that's where you have to make a tough decision. Yeah. Very rarely do you see like a Lundqvist anymore. I feel who like is good for a long time consistently and sees it through. I feel like now it's more likely that you get like a weird Euro goalie who's hot for three years, and then he buggers and off. move on to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like Koskinen, 30, yeah, if you're investing in a six-year contract, maybe not. But who knows, man? You never know. Like, he could be the, this year's Roly. Right? Roly yeah, no. wheeled in. He was old as balls. And I remember we were all laughing at him. Like, oh, Roly. Oh, gross. Oh, Roly. Oh, Roly was no joke. Roly's final chapter was amazing because he, he came to the Oilers old and, like, still played for, like, seven more years. Yeah. And Koskinen, like, I feel bad for him in the interviews post-game. Those on-ice interviews at Roger Place after the game are hard to watch. They're poorly mic'd. You can't hear shit. Yeah. And the poor, like, when they interviewed Koskinen, ridiculous how nervous he was. Oh, I could have, but I couldn't hear a word he said. Nothing. Anyways, not yeah. one word. And not his fault. He's standing there in full goalie gear. They interviewed Connor after the game on Saturday. He couldn't hear anything the lady was saying. He kept saying, what? Huh? What? Huh? What? Oh, really? Connor McDavid, you're the king. That's what I would have yelled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I see, I got some funny stuff to talk about. I'll tell you what, Jared, how are we doing? Are you? Well, uh, how about keeping it one hundred? Well, oh. keep, well, keep it on every game. We, we uh, move past goal we, 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 I have to, if I'm going to keep it 100, we didn't do a good job with this keeping it 100 saying We need to be better at it. I agree. I think we can be better at it. We got to come in with I never some keeping 100 yeah. ta- takes and just melt it like Hot we did takes. last, last I year. I unfortunately should have just kept the ski. I went off on my ski rant. Don't see, be like, but it would have been. Chalmers doesn't like skiing, but he won't stop talking about it. It's like me with Iceland. No, culture. see, I'm going he back loves now. Skiing. And I'm, I'm and Chud. About he loves how- Chud. Loves Chud. He's logged in as Chud. I don't love Chud. Chalmers, tell me where Chud's been ordering from Skip the Dishes on his app. Yeah, I know you're logged in as He him. ain't got money for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chud found himself on a ski hill. Play. He's got something <laughs> yeah, going. That's true. <laughs> Shoot. Well, Connor's goal. I mean, first of all, no one's going to. Like, how Connor can glide while a defenseman skating forward with him. And the defenseman skating and Connor's gliding and Connor's accelerating and the player's losing. I don't know how gliding beats skating, but he does. And that little tuck at the end when he does that and he kind of loops around them gets him so many scoring chances no one gets. Like, Connor can make a rush that no one's going to make into shit. That goal that he scored, he was backwards when he got the puck and then he just went in. Well, it's funny how he went on like the offensive side of the other player where you like at center when yeah, the puck was going yeah. by. Like he knew the guy he was going to miss the puck. puck. He willed the puck through him. Picked it up with absolute ease. And before the defenseman well, like even knew what was like about to happen. Figure skating like. Yeah. Like the Mohawk turn. Yeah. Literally the defenseman was like just reacting by the time Connor McDavid was beside him or just about past him. Like and then just, scores forehand. Yeah. Like anybody else who has the magic to get going that fast in front of the net is going to cut in and go backhand on the goalie. Yeah. And he was already fully committed. Like if you're an NHL defenseman, yeah, and you're sitting in the bench afterwards, you're probably just like, what the fuck was that? You can't do anything about it. Nothing. Yeah, no. That's hard, nope. man. All you can do is try and hook him. It was incredible. We really cheered. We took a real pause from catchphrase to cheer that goal. Oh, Chalmers even did. Chalmers even did. As much as he didn't want to watch the game, yeah. he I think I might have been eating my ginger beef goal. at that point. Why do we need to pay Connor $12 million? I can buy one game of catchphrase for 30 clams. Real life podcast back after this. Sumojerky.com. You've been through the gas station. You've seen all the flavors. Teriyaki, black pepper, Maybe extra hot, sweet chili. That's about as exotic as it gets. But if you subscribe to Sumo Jerky at sumojerky.com, check them out online, enter your preferences. They source out the finest small batch handcrafted maw and pod jerky from all over the world. 
They have all your favorite flavors, but it's high-quality, handcrafted versions of your favorite flavors, and they get exotic as well. Exotic jerky from exotic animals, or play it straight and stick with beef. Enter your preferences at sumojerky.com. It shows up once a month. Deliver it as a gift if you like. Have it sent to your work for a little pick-me-up during the day. Sumojerky.com. Follow them on Instagram at sumojerky for pictures of their meat. Or sign up for the service yourself, sumojerky.com. Once a month, meat delivered right to your door. It's the home delivery service you didn't realize you need until it started showing up. My favorite day of the month is Sumo Jerky Delivery Day. Sumojerky.com to get started. Sumo Jerky Chalmers is coming to life. It does so much business at Christmas, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I would argue, as the Sumo Jerky guy, that there's 365 days a year. is always a good time to sign up for Sumo Jerky. But normal people say, mm, that's a Christmas present. It always looks good. And we're moving the, into Christmas. The pictures. I got a question about the picture about Go the Wilhawk jerky. Mm-hmm. Do they package it like that where it like is all open? So Wilhawk yeah. jerky isn't part of sumo jerky. Wilhawk makes jerky sold locally to locals. Oh. And I was like, hey, Wilhawk guys, I'm the sumo jerky guy and the nation guy. And I want to buy 8 trillion packs to ship all over. And they're like, nah, we're already busy enough. I was like, I don't think you no, get the they kind don't, of. They don't need to vacuum seal this. No. Yeah, like they so they and they, but they don't even have them like a seal like a no. sealable bag. Like a bag yeah. yeah. Well, because no. they know it's not going to go bad, and mm. it, and it's not traveling anywhere. Yeah. And they know you're going to eat it so fast that it doesn't it need, juicy. Like, it's just a suggestion Body. of packaging. If I could get Wilhock jerky into Sumo jerky to sell to the Americans that subscribe. It would be a phenomenon. And I went and met with the guy. I'm like, you don't understand. I'm moving industrial units here. He's like, do not care. I am very busy. And sure <laughs> shit, he was. The store was like lined oh, yeah. up. Oh, yeah. It was like a Tuesday afternoon and like dozens of people were coming uh, in and out. And all he sells king. is one flavor. What is the flavor? Jerky. Will Hawk. <laughs> Will Hawk. Yeah. It's yeah. just plain. But legitimately, it's that delicious. Is there so. any other product out there that you can think of or a brand where they just sell one? I've, I've, got, I've got an busy? interesting one. I've got an interesting one. Uh, they sell two, but they're so polar opposite. Okay. Aerobee? Yeah. So the company that makes Aerobees, those little like Frisbees you can throw 5 million miles. Yeah. They also make something that's called the Aeropress, which is a coffee press. And it's, it's regarded as the best. Sorry. They sell two products. One is a Frisbee-like disc. Yep. And the other is a coffee press. They somehow applied the flying technology <laughs> the of Aerobee into the Aeropress. And in terms of press coffee, it is, co- it is considered the best. And it's not even that expensive. And you look at it. You look at the packaging. It looks like you bought it at as seen on TV store. Right. And it, you're like, okay, well, whatever. And it's got like this quote from this random, like, just, just basically like, Bertha down the street, just like, <laughs> oh, what do you think with the airport? This is the best press I've ever had. Like, it, and it, everyone in the coffee game praises the Aero Press. And as you remember from your days golfing, Chalmers, an Aero B. Oh, man. Hours of fun. Remember we played, we used to play Aero B as we were yeah, walking, walking down, down the fairway. So, fairway. Yeah. so we'd all hit our balls. The game within the game. And then we would just walk down the fairway with our clubs on the back and we'd throw the Aero B to each other. Simpler times before yeah. smartphones. Hey, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was probably even before Frisbee golf. We could have just like. Oh, you're pioneers. Could have invented something there. Could have invented or patented her. Somebody else was doing the same thing. We were somebody far, somewhere far away. With an Aero Press coffee. <laughs> yeah. Mm, you know what we should make? A flying disc. A flying disc. They're probably also making Aerobee brand. Well, what, which came first? The Aerobee or the Aeropress? This is something I need to find out. Got to look it up. How did you know about the first that like the first part? Because well, we own Little Brick and uh, we we sell them like Aeropress because I'm like it's because it's it's the same like font as Aerobee. And I'm I like, wouldn't be surprised if the, the Aerobee Frisbee is made out of parts not needed <laughs> of the coffee press or something. Well, I shit, bet you right? like the because you know the Aerobee's got like the 
rubber ring. Yeah, like yeah the hard rubber ring. And I think shape. that's the rubber they use like on the on the press to keep like air from. I could see that they were throwing them around the warehouse. We're all warehouse boys here. We've all worked in a warehouse. If you're working at a coffee press manufacturer, you can fling the rubber base at each other. Shit. Yeah. I think you might be right. It's probably how it happened. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Huh. How, okay. did one, how did one lead the other and what was what was the first product? Yeah, there. Other one. I've, I been, I've, I've been saving. I've been waiting for good. some ass. That's why I jumped <laughs> that was right in off so the top of his head. Yeah, too. right off the dome. Oh. I would say also Armor All is like that. Armor All is one of the most profitable companies in the world. Like 12 people work for Armor All because everything's outsourced. Mm-hmm. They basically just make Armor All. They may have Armor All wipes or other things like that. Yeah. But it's like per person profit generated, one of the most profitable companies in the world. You guys are good at this. They'll do one thing, man. They'll do one thing. Armor All. That's a good one. And they make Rubik's Cubes. Armor All makes Rubik's Cubes. That is a lie, Chalmers. Okay, good. I just wanted to see if you would accept that lie to your face. You know what else I want to talk about, Jay? Oh, man. I saw something today that w- or this weekend that your dad would have grinned from ear to ear had he seen it, and maybe he did. But Putin is, like, doing, like, a crip walk with a Saudi prince and high-fiving each other in a G20, and they do not give one shit what anybody in the Western world thinks anymore. It is insane to watch. Yeah. They were was, like giddy. Chalmers, did you see this? I absolutely saw Poo this. Who thought yeah, it, was it was just so cool? He <laughs> was just got a little giddy smile. Yeah. It was. How does he not understand the optics of this guy is like right now because one he of the does most not polarizing yeah. figures yeah. in the world due to something that is a human rights violation yeah. to the highest order? Yeah. And he goes in and walks into a summit and gives the guy a dap. A, we, we take for granted like the Western notion of human rights. Like, if you live in a country that has, like, an autocratic leader, that is not something that is really even in the cards for people, right? Yeah. And, like, those guys high-fiving, like, I'm not a geopolitical expert, so I don't want to, like, embarrass myself, but I was just like, you do not see Switzerland and Monaco doing a high-five like that at the old G20, like... No, there's the whole thing about, like, the world is just more and more countries are literally... um electing like authoritarian leaders it's kind of crazy it's crazy Brazil just did like they picked a guy that was very right wing and had like really weird views yeah and like more countries are doing it and it's or left wing like it's polarizing right yeah. polarizing Mexico just elected but just their, extreme on either end just yeah. extreme like extreme views yeah. and like yeah I was people watching, are dissatisfied with the status quo right yeah it's so interesting how like trends work it, it, if it's in fashion or whatnot in politics like all of a sudden it's like everyone just tilts to the other other side and just like but everyone starts doing it. But yeah. when I when I watch this, I watched something on this, and they were saying that like the three traits that these leaders show, and they sell it to the voters, to the people in their country. Yeah. Like it's not a surprise that these people are winning and becoming very popular because they do these three like you know these these traits that they have would like the number one thing projecting personal strength. If our leader has personal strength. We think that our country has personal strength. Oh, like my boy V. Putin riding around on a bear with that's no why shirt on with a 12-gauge he, that's shotgun? Right. He has full calendars of him just oh, taking, yeah. like, glamour shots and For stuff. For sure. You know, these guys are all showing, you know, like, strength and, like, having military military um, parades and stuff. When Donald Trump came into office, he wanted to have one. Like, hmm. That's weird, man. Hmm. Like, why? Hmm. Anyways, yeah, number two was, like, they always find an enemy. They try to demonize any enemy even if it be like a trivial enemy, right? Like usually it goes to like immigrants because, you know, people buy into this and it's really, really like scary to see how much they can convince these people. And then their third trait 
is that they try to dismantle institutions mm-hmm. that they can the media free like media. the media man free media like all authoritarian leaders have played by this playbook and like the United States just literally elected somebody who is trying for this playbook well but, they but elected him two years ago now yeah but he was playing by that playbook sure, at that time for sure and I think what's interesting for sure you're you're hundred percent right on the whole the whole spiel I think what's interesting about the states I love the states right? yeah states the best country in the world by far. And when people are like, oh, the states are always sticking their noses in everywhere. Who would you like to be in charge exactly? I'd like to look at the other candidates. Russia, Niet, China, uh-uh. Right? Like, the states is better than anybody else. Yeah. The peace the world has enjoyed since the end of World War II is like, yes, there's war zones, but there's less active wars now per 100,000 people than ever before in recorded human history. Right? Yeah. Before. Better than it's ever been. Oh, yeah. Not to say the world's a great place, but it's definitely better than it's been place. No. And then all the people saying why they stick their nose in there. There's all these little countries that are having conflict. And if the United States isn't involved in it, they're begging for them to come and be involved in it. Like, come help us. Or a nuclear bomb that's the size of a suitcase gets out of one city. And next thing you know, you got an active nuclear you know, device on the go. Mm-hmm. Problems in little countries now can be brought to your doorstep like never before. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the states, what's really interesting about like, regardless of where you sit in the political spectrum, Trump or not. Right. I really don't like in the states how they're demonizing or a lot of media outlets are demonizing Trump supporters. I think you can be like political opponents and not have to be like, you're the stupidest person ever and you should be put down. Like, I don't think that's necessarily like helpful discourse. I think the states is really into that right now. Like the the, the divisiveness of the states, I think, is like pretty crazy. Probably the worst it's been for a long time. Oh, by far. Right? Yeah. But what's interesting about Trump is that, like, the reaction to Trump is probably going to, like, push the states in a completely different direction than had, like, Hillary won. Like, I think Trump plus 10 years is a very progressively minded, like, almost socialist United States. Whereas, like, Hillary, had she won plus 10, it'd be a very different country. Just because so many problems are being brought to light, right? And, like, the whole Me Too movement, that never would have happened had Trump not come into office. Yeah. Right. Them shooing out a lot of shady motherfuckers who've been doing shady shit since day one. That's coming to light now because people have had enough because they've had such like a giant example of the behavior they don't want rubbed in their face in the social media era where you can protest anything you want whenever. Mm. I think it's bringing a lot of nasty shit out into the light and the world's actually getting better because of it. Takes a little bit of pain for growth. Never have change in good times, man. You only have change when you hit rock bottom or you perceive rock bottom. Reminds- you know how many people are going to vote in the next presidential election? Oh, it's going to break insane. records. Yeah. Before they were going to have to run Kanye against Terminator just to get to move the popular vote, right? <laughs> when, you were talk- when you were talking about the Me Too movement stuff, I was thinking about, like, it's not the same thing, but what just happened with Kareem Hunt. Did you hear about this? Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is a second year. Shocker, bringing it to football. But because, buddy, it's kind of relevant. Like, this yeah. is Chalmers. This is, this is Chalmers Iceland. Yeah. This 101 boys are 101. Best. Yeah. Yeah. But this guy is like one of the best running backs in the league right now. And it's his second year. And he came out of nowhere and he's playing for a legitimate Super Bowl contending team right now. And they need him. And they found like a video just surfaced. TMZ, once, a court, once again, TMZ gets the video and they play the video of him on a hotel surveillance camera and he's. In a, a, he's in a, you know, there's a scuffle between a bunch of people, but you can tell it's really between him and a girl. And at one point, he pushes this guy from behind into the girl. She falls down. He then walks over. I mean, the video is long. There's a lot more to it. But in Cliff Notes, he kicks her. Yeah. After what? trying to hit her. And I think yeah. he threw oh, yeah. a punch at her. Well, he tried to, he video, tried yeah. to hit her in what? the video. He uh. missed. But the fact of the matter is, is it's fucking bad, man. It's, I knew it was going to be bad. I was scared when I pushed How the How old is the video? It happened, uh, at, but you know, four or five months ago, they say that the actual event happened. 
And so there's all these things like, but what Kansas City did was they cut him. They immediately, they just cut him. And what they said was they, they knew something out there happened. He lied to them about it. The truth is still coming out. The NFL still hasn't figured out how to handle this type of shit. But the mm. fact is, is like this guy is now because of the video, he's like, un- he won't get signed. And he had like a long career ahead of him and did a stupid fucking thing. And it's all over. You know what I mean? And so like, there's the good in that video coming out because it, it did this right mm-hmm. the guy like you got you feel bad for the fact that he let all of his teammates down that's pretty much the only thing like it was emotional he tried not to get you know maybe he's he's a young guy but the fact is is like he did an awful thing mm-hmm. and it has thrown it all away because of it and it like it's just it's a terrible video it reminds me of like and this guy reuben foster who was just arrested for his third time for domestic abuse no video he just got signed like he got cut and immediately signed the next day by the Washington Redskins. And he probably will play tonight. Like it's, it's just weird, man. It's like one, one instance, there's no video. These guys are on the team. There's another guy on Kansas city who in college, which was two years ago, had a domestic, had a, had, was arrested for domestic abuse, like not domestic, but like he just abuse of a, a female in a bar, mm-hmm. no video. He's on the team. He's getting the needles, mo- the needles moving play. on what's acceptable. Right. Yeah. And it's moving towards an era where, you know, it's crazy. Like what, what teams that guy play for? Kansas, Kansas City, City Chiefs. Right? Yeah. So it's amazing that we live in an era now where like people talking about hockey ostensibly, but it isn't really about hockey. This podcast sometimes it should be more about hockey, but that's fine. Uh, they're talking <laughs> about Kansas City football players. Like you're in an era where you're more famous than ever. And you're also in an era now where there's going to be like no tolerance to this type of shit. Yeah. And it's moving towards, you know, that guy that just got signed after three domestic dispute incidents. There's a reason why this NFL is having declining ratings. Like, oh yeah, that is, and people are getting sick that and made tired a lot of, this of people of shit, mad right? and a sure. lot of media mad and like a lot of things. That Every just, off season must be just how many teams in the NFL? Thirty. Thirty-one. There's thirty. Um, okay, thirty teams. We'll say for the sake of argument, <laughs> it's got to just be thirty PR groups sitting down and just waiting with clenched teeth for bad shit to start happening. Well, in the just think about how many guys are like so every in, off season. There's yeah, dozens of things happening in this Kareem Hunt video. There's a girl. And you can see her, and she's filming the whole thing. Yeah. And the guy from his entourage grabs the camera, breaks the phone. Yeah. And so they probably thought, you know, like, okay, we got that one, no big deal. Yeah. But like, so, you know, this stuff, these guys must, I don't know how, like, why do they even go out, man? Do this kind of thing. Like, you, well, if, if you have one little tiny thing in your past, like, you got to be sitting there and just being like, when's the shoe going to drop, man? Well, ultimately, why do they think that that, Behavior is acceptable. Why do they, they think, think there's it? going to be no repercussions no in this man. day and age? It's awful. Like, like so much of that yeah. shit used to get swept under the rug because no one had a camera on their phone or surveillance cameras or whatnot or TMZs weren't around. But like the fact that there's, there's guys going around getting paid ton of, tons of money think that they can do something like that and get away with it. It's, yeah, it's terrible. Man. It's, it's a terrible video. I think it's interesting that what's ultimately making people a lot more accountable is exactly what you mentioned, Jay. It's cameras on phones, right? Anything happens now, there's like 20 cameras on you. Mm-hmm. And it's all admissible in court. Yeah. There is no more he said, she said, nope. if there's a camera out, mm-hmm. right? And like, I one time was talking, Chalmers, you'll enjoy this story. I'm about to take it weird. And you're going to go, what the fuck? Why do you always talk like that? <laughs> I talked to these Chinese startups recently. In right? Iceland? No, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they're talking about how in China right now, videoing everything is like hot startups. One startup had raised 500 million US 
and they'd linked like AR and like so scanning people's faces on cameras to like a centralized database of ostensibly criminals, but really it's just knowing who everybody is in a public place. And it makes people way more accountable when they know they're on camera. And this is how England beat um, football fights and hooligans. Was they just put cameras everywhere. So if you went to the game and you bash somebody, they could follow you onto the train. They could see where you get off. They could see where you get off the train. There's cameras in the streets. They could basically, in many instances, follow you home. And then three days later, they showed up at your door <laughs> with a photo of you and arrested you. Isn't yeah. there a Chinese city that has literally a, um, like, they... The jaywalking mo- one? No, they monitor you for how you act in public with these cameras, and you get, like, points yeah. on a system. China's trying to roll out, like, this weird, like, social score of, like, yeah. are yeah, you yeah. corrupt... Are you engaged in bullshit and like drinking and blah blah blah? And they're like trying to put like a humanity score on you. I don't know that shit's gonna work. It's like, yeah, an like, eBay, it's like an eBay store rating. Y- yeah, you yeah, hold, exactly. You hold a door it's for your somebody. Yelp rating is yeah. a human. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. No, right? seriously. And, I know. It's- and like people behave better, right? And so I think like when you're talking about like these domestic disputes and stuff like that, the fact now that not only is everybody able to film, I think that's one thing. But everyone can film and immediately broadcast. That's yeah. like a really, really interesting era because that's helping like make police departments less corrupt. Because people are like, mm, we're not doing anything wrong. And then like, remember Rodney King? Remember when finally someone set up like a tripod with a camera in those days yeah. and like two boom mics and a big old light <laughs> to film? And it. then luckily <laughs> the police were beating a guy up for four hours. They were able to get it all on video, right? Yeah. Well, now anything happens. It, has to, it doesn't have to be as long as poor Rodney King. There's 20 cameras on you. And it's blown up on Facebook or on Twitter without the police being able to say shit. Like, Some people do it to themselves. Old six nines phones probably going to get him and life in prison, eh? Oh yeah, all the shit he's recorded. They say they're going to just use everything he did, like on on his own social media. It's enough evidence right there. Like he did it to himself. Fuck, that's crazy. Do you know that Fuji's Proswells got indicted or whatever? Pros? Yeah. What did he do? He's uh, laundering money for the Malaysian Could- government. Oh, Proz. Nice. I just heard it. For the I literally heard government? it on my way in here. Yeah, Proz. Yeah, him and some other guy. Tens of millions of bucks. Oh, Wyclef did some shady shit. He was trying to raise money for Haiti or something and kept a bunch of it. Oh, that's not good. When he's Lauren got Hill. He's yeah. got a crippling automobile addiction. When, oh, my God. Remember, he said he <laughs> lo- remember in his cribs and he said he lost a belt buckle worth half a million dollars? Remember that? Jeez. I, I always think about that. Maybe it was 100 grand or 500 grand. He was like... Yeah, he's shown his jewelry. He's like, I lose jewelry all the time. I lost a belt buckle worth half a million bucks. <laughs> At the time, I was like, hmm, should Wyclef have financial distress in the future? He may want to look to that belt buckle yeah. he lost. Seriously. The retirement buckle. Yeah. Let's take a break, boys. Real Life Podcast. Back after this. Alberta is where you find hardworking hands. Where prairie-grown rye meets mountain spring water. Where we pull dragons from the ground. And we choose Rig Hand Distillery. Vodka, whiskey, gin, and more. Rig Hand is made from Alberta-grown ingredients, locally distilled and distributed. It's a bottle of Alberta. Ask for award-winning Rig Hand in your liquor store and visit RigHandDistillery.com. Real Life Podcast, we're back. Brought to you by our good friends at Rig Hand Distillery, makers of all types of booze. Chalmers, you'd only want one kind. Rye. I do. It's all I drink, rye. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. You drank beauty for breakfast. Yeah. Of that course, too. but who wouldn't? When Julian, the character, came out on Trailer Park Boys. Yes. A lot of it in me, in my mind, was like based on you. Like, I think if you had an action figure, it would have a Ryan Coke in its hand. At all times. At all times. Yep. And it never spills. And, and a lit cool. butt within yeah. some kind of And it always has tons of ice jiggling. It never like, is out of ice. Oh, yeah. 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 Always. That's your superpower. Yeah. And I used to always wear black shirts. Yeah. 
black t-shirts. Cool. Yeah. Kangol hats. Oh, buddy, I ran Kangol hats. Did oh, yeah. Julian run Kangol hats? What's that? Did Julian ever run a Kangol hat? No. Oh, no. No, no, uh, no. Yeah, I don't think he's ever ran a hat. He's, he'd probably look good at one. Backwards. Oh, for sure. Those boys are still going. Do you follow them on Instagram? Uh, Jonathan Torrance, I do. Oh, J-Rock. Uh, J-Rock. Official Friend trailer. of the nation. No big deal. Yeah, he's a beauty. Uh, the official Trailer Park Boys Instagram feed. They're moving. They're going to different cities. They're doing live shows. They got fans all around the world. They're in Europe for ages. It's cool. Ricky lost a lot of weight, hey? Yeah. Like, Ricky was looking pretty successful for a while there, and now he's slimmed it right down. Has he cut the chops? No, 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 no. Those are he still has the same well, that's, facial that's the character, though. Yeah. And poor Mike Smith's going to be wearing those bubbles glasses till the he end of time. He is going to be blind. Oh, they get his eyes checked, apparently, and it isn't affecting him. God, but it can't crazy. be good for you. No. No. Can't they make a set of glasses that can just look like that, but don't actually like do that? But they, oh, what they the, put a man in the moon, man. Is that impossible? Man. I mean, come on. They put a man in the moon, you'd be amazed. I guess glasses haven't changed in a really long time, have they? Well, no laser. You get laser. Well, I suppose you're saying yes. Bubbles probably wouldn't need those glasses anymore. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You get some lasers, but it's funny you say the man on the moon thing. Uh, so, so this is sorry, this is getting corporate. Someone tweeted at us at Oodle Noodle saying, "You put a man on the moon, but you can't deliver to Twilliger." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh well, fair. you see, we, fair. Uh, we need to get a store out there. I'm fair sorry. enough. That is. I thought fair. I was a good chirp. Oh yeah. Well, and speaking about rig hand as well, keep an extra corporate. That's the next segment. Keep one hundred, then keep it corporate. Bagmonk's been crushing a lot of brum lately due to Oilers' success. Yeah. That's exciting. Can Dan wear pants? Remind me again. I what's know. the pants thing? Like, I saw him at Dan's the game. Dan's getting very confusing with what his, his shorts thing is. I, I think, saw him at the game and he's wearing shorts. I was like, what the fuck's he doing? Because he, I think he, I think his 500 means, like, also has, like, overtime losses in it as well. So they weren't at 500 if you factor in overtime losses. Right. Um, but I don't know. Is Dan now saying he's not going to wear him until, or he's going to wear shorts until the Oilers win a Stanley Cup? I have no idea. Uh, he runs. He's getting row. Yeah, he's getting his runs. Maybe it was he's great. just so sporty. He yeah. doesn't know when he has to go for a run, and he keeps so, his shorts on. It's weird to have people huh, chalmers when people get famous. It's weird what they do. Well, I've only ever seen him in shorts. I know it's and weird. What was the thing again? So it he was had, if they were below five hundred, he would wear shorts. It was like an act of yeah. like penance. Really. He was going to wear shorts. Is that really a punishment got, to him? He loves wearing shorts. Well, the, now, now he's he become does. known for it. Yeah, now he's known for it. And now, yeah, I think I think he's so comfortable in shorts. I just think now it's just his thing. That's hilarious. Weird. Yeah. So, anyways, so I didn't so want to trip myself. The game. I was like, "Hey, buddy, what's going on?" And I was on my way. This is actually something I want to talk about. My worst. But we won't get to that yet. But I saw him. Not that Dan's part of the worst, but just talk, stopping to talk to people. Chalmers. I'm going to start right now. Starting right now. Best and worst? Best and worst. We're Chalmers, start- I want to start my worst because I had this written down. Good. What is the social code at intermission at sporting events? So, Oilers game. Saturday night. I want to get up. I want to go pee. I want to get more alcohol. I want to get back to my seat. I know if I don't hustle, I'm going to miss Oilers hockey. I do not want to. Mm-hmm. But then you go for a walk. And it's like high school. You know everybody everywhere. I don't want to talk sometimes because I got shit to do and I want to get my beer. And I felt really bad because there was two people. I already knew I was going to miss like the first minute of action because I was going super slow. Mm-hmm. And I saw guys. They're like, hey, man, what's up? And I'm like, yeah. And I just wanted to keep going. Not because I wanted to be a dick. Because I wanted to pee and get a beer. What's the ruling on this, Chalmers? How do I? Like, is it rude not to talk to people at intermission if you uh, want to do your no, business? No, no. I've stopped. I've Honestly, I've stopped with the with the 
like the nice gestures and stuff. Like, I, uh, <laughs> oh, I no, 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 Wanya, I've actually it, stopped doing all nice stuff. And Chalmers normally sits lower bowl and gets served booze to his seat anyways. So there's probably not a need to leave. <laughs> For yeah. us, we're up there in the, yeah. in the working jungle. man seats. Hey, but this isn't just a this isn't just like a hockey thing. This is like a walking down the aisle at like Home Depot or a grocery store, where like I don't find myself in those situations. Well, but you can relate it to that. So like somebody's, yeah. Okay, so at a hockey game, I will say hi, and I will like then immediately tell them what I have to do. Okay. So they understand. Sure. And that, yeah, just got to go grab a beer, take a piss, and get back to my seat. Because it's not for me like I don't want to see the person. Right. I, but that's the thing. I saw I, our, our, our boy Brock. Oh, yeah, yeah. ASAP yeah. Brocky. Great yeah. instant name. Great I love guy. Brock. Oh, yeah. Love Brock. Yeah, great Love guy. to shoot the shit with Brock. He's yeah. on the Oilers Nation golf ringer team where we send people to tournaments that yeah, destroy everyone. No issues with Brock whatsoever. No. But it was literally like, if I don't go do my shit, and so I was like, hey, buddy, peace. And I also saw Toots. Yeah. Other buddy. Yeah. The dude's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, yo, but kept moving. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, you know, I hope they don't think I'm a dick. See, so that's I the think thing. if I think I think transparency is key here. I think what Chalmers Honestly is saying. Honesty is, is the good. best policy yeah, in yeah. these in these situations. Yeah. I would love to stop and talk to both of those people. For sure. But not as much as I would hate to be late for yeah. that if I was and, you. And, and it was tied, right? And yeah. if we're down five nothing, fine. We'll sit there and I've and you've done this too. You like find yourself chatting away and there's like four minutes gone the period, you mm-hmm. gotta go back, but you're down three nothing, who cares? But I was like hockey night in Canada, good times, yeah. really wanted to watch hockey. Like when I go to games, unless we're getting shelled, so in years of past I've found ways to entertain myself. But like if the others are in it, I actually want to watch the game. Of course. Mm-hmm. I don't want to miss a minute of I don't action. exactly and like people, you know, who are like, oh I don't care if I go I just like to be at the event. Like I get it. Yeah. But like I really want to watch Oilers hockey if they're in it. Okay, everyone's that's, got a different version advice. of what they want to consume, yeah. so it's it's disrespectful to you if they want to infringe on that. But also for you to keep it like an even playing field, you just got to tell them like, "Hey, man, I just got to I got to rock a piss and grab a beer yeah. before." M- most people will understand. They'll be like, fair. "Oh shit, yeah, that's if, right." If you, if you have it in your hats. head where you're like, "I don't want to stop at this person," yeah. so I'm going to just do the both bare of them. Though I saw like, a cr- like there was like distance between us, yeah. So we, we I wasn't like close enough to be able to be like, "Hey," but like I didn't go over. So I was like walking, like, hey, like, eh, yeah, yeah. So I think you could have the best of okay. both worlds. Yeah. I have to learn, like, the I'm, R. Kelly Jay Z tour, best of both worlds. I got both of those albums. I'm saying it right now, but I wasn't so scared. <laughs> I got both the very of those first ones. one. I'm glad you brought that up, Wanya, uh, because like, I, I, I have to get better at that. Because like, what I'll do is I'll get in that situation and I'll start kind of like the walk away yeah. chat. And then they'll say something to bring you in. So it always looks like I'm trying to escape. And I'm like, what the fuck? I feel like when we go to games together, that always happens. Like, you're the man of the people. You know everyone. And whenever someone stops to talk to you, I'm like, (laughs) like, I want to get back to my seat, man. I'll I'll, I'll try to keep it short. There's, uh, for me personally, I I have this issue at the gym. Because when I go to the gym, I don't want to be there to begin with. Yeah. So I want to get in and get out. Sure. So people want to talk. Like, there's this nice old guy. He's there every day. Nice guy. I, I... didn't make the mistake of talking to him. I just randomly got a conversation, but went for like 25 minutes. Yeah. Like I'm in and out of the gym in 45 minutes. Yeah. So that's a lot of extra time for me. Yeah. So now it's the point where I have to like, kind of just like give him a head nod and avoid him. But now like he won't even look at me because he thinks I'm an asshole. Sure. And I should have just, no man, like it in the butt right off the bat, dip in the butt. And I so know, like, it's, well, as we grow as adults, you know, we, we learn these things. So that's, that's one of that's the hardest a- things though. I find of like random social interactions is if you walk away with homework. So like you run into somebody, you know, Charles, and you're like, Hey man, what's going on? You're like, hey, how are the things? Oh yeah. Good. How's that other thing going? Great. We should get in touch. Of course. Both of you know, you're not doing that. But they do. They're like, for sure. And then they either hit me with an email or a text. Mm. And I feel bad because it's not that I don't like you. I like you so much. 
but I got some shit to do yeah. in my life. Nip it in the bud. You're right. You know? Yeah. And like, I, I feel bad because I feel like what happens to men, especially as you go through life is like, you just get angrier at people that you know until you won't leave your basement and you have this old recliner and you watch movies from 40 years ago and you're like, mm-hmm, this is the way it was meant to be as my forefathers before me, just like old cavemen <laughs> would sit in the cave on a bunch of furs and be like, nothing good out there for me anymore. I'm an inside cave guy. So I used to go to great lengths at this and this will be a really, really short story, but at a grocery store, if you know, I like to do every aisle because it's the only way I can remember shit. Sure. So I would go and if I ran into somebody I knew and then we just kind of like passed with a head nod. And then if we found ourselves in the next aisle again, I realized, look, man, we're on the same path. We're going to do this over and over and over again. So I would just then go to the very end of the store and start the other way. Jesus, that's cold. No, it's not cold. It's stopping, no, that's it's fair. stopping a uncomfortable situation. Yeah, for both sides. For both sides. Yeah, it's very selfless. I anyway, also feel that with time. texting. I feel like I don't know when to end a conversation. I feel like you could just text back and forth, LOL, ROFL, forever and ever, amen. I don't know when the hell this ends. When when is it? When are we good? Like, okay, man, I'm good. Like, when do you... Just, just keep just issuing close-ended statements. Yeah. yeah. I, I and some people full disclosure I'll just be like okay like we've, yeah but I, again these are things keep you awake at night do you think do you think at your next hockey game you're going to be equipped to deal with this now well now I'm just going to be like huh and then pretend to be a deaf mute that's not what we said though <laughs> that's not taking our advice at all anyways Jay best and worst uh, my worst of the week is I don't know what I felt compelled to do this I think it was on Thursday in the morning I tweeted I'm like Oilers should trade for Josh Hosang as a reclamation project. Oh, yeah. Tyler Remchek wrote an article on OilersNation.com listing guys we should take a flyer on. And Hosang was one. From the aisle. From the aisle. And my my sample size on him is when he played in Edmonton like two years ago, he was the best player on the ice and he got two goals. So I'm like, yeah, I know he's got an attitude thing. But if, if we sign this guy, he'll listen to Connor. Yeah. Like he has to listen of to course. Connor. Of course. He might not listen to anyone else, but he would listen to Connor. Immediately after I tweeted Strudwick, Strudwick Jason friend of the Strudwick. show, yeah. original host. Yeah. This is also a humble brag. Strudwick kind of rips me on Twitter to the point where he felt bad because he reacted so fast that he called me to be like, "Hey, man, sorry, I didn't mean to take it, like you know, be so harsh on you." And he wasn't really even that harsh, but the fact that he jumped Damn, on that's me. respect. And, then, and then he walked me through like, "Why do you want this guy?" And I'm like, "Well, this and this and this." And I'm like, "He's like, well, listen, you're talking about one game." And I'm like, "God damn it!" So my worst of the week is I embarrassed myself. And I picked the wrong horse. I got called on it immediately, and I want to tell everyone that I'm sorry. You're brave, even though you don't story. even care because none of you saw the tweet. Apologies because accepted. no one follows follows me, <laughs> and B because no one listens to this. Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me on a podcast, no one's listening to on a player, so nobody's ever heard I of. Just, and, and I think it's, this was more no a conversation right. for myself. This is me looking at a mirror saying, "Jay, you need to be better." It's like me not saying hi to ASAP Brocky. I feel you. It's time for internal reflection here, boys. Best of the wor- best of the week. Oh, Chalmers doesn't have worst week. Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, well, mine is uh, that Bertuzzi sucker punch. I didn't like it. The Calvert. He was going On to get a stick out of the out of the Detroit Red Wings bench. Didn't see this. Oh well, but Calvert did something. The thing is, they don't see the whole clip. Calvert of like yeah, did, Calvert did something. Took a shot went, at someone just before he dropped his stick. And Big Bert Junior. Sucker punched another yeah, like big bird senior yeah. on the bench because yeah. we've all know how that's played out in the past. So my worst uh, was seeing that sucker punch. I will just say I'm old school in thinking and leave it at that. Okay, I just didn't like the no, sucker. Fair punch. enough. You think I don't, like sucker, I don't like sucker punches, but I like the fact that 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 
that Detroit Colorado rivalry is heating up again. Yeah, I like that too, and I like a hockey fight just as much as the next. But I don't like when a guy's being yeah. held by two oh. other players and a guy uppercuts him while he's bending over. Oh, oh in the Calvert bench. goes into the bench swing. That's what he stick. does. No, he didn't. His stick was in there. Did he he, go didn't, he go, didn't he go and throw a punch? While I he mean, he aggressively there? went to go get a stick. Yeah. Good. So yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't agree there. with like the sucker punch, but I like kind of like the animosity. So it's I like, also yeah, agree it's like with a fine that. Line it's only the so, sucker yeah, punch. I'm, I'm with you. So that's my worst to a point. And Tyler Hole saying, "Man, it's Josh Hole saying whatever his name is. He's I have no good. idea who that person is. <laughs> he wears number sixty six. That should tell you enough. What? Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Lemieux. <laughs> he wears sixty six. Why would you want a guy who wears sixty six? I'm like, oh, you're so right, Strads. It's true. It's a tough one. Good that he called you though. Yeah, because he felt bad. He's like, sorry for jumping. I'm like, because he didn't say anything harsh. <laughs> oh, just kick the old mic there, Jared. You might, oh, I can see the spike on the audio there. That's the old boots, Godine. I saw something today, Chalmers, that, or on Saturday night, rather, which was classic. Classic Edmonton. So I go to Crash Hotel post game. Mm-hmm. You know, the Uber line thins out. You know, you do have a couple drinks, have a couple laughs. Saw a table of six, all over 50 year old men. Do a dine and dash. No. So like six guys are there, five guys are there, four guys are there. I'm talking to the bartender lady. I'm there with my friend. It's like, uh, she's like, I think something's going to happen here. I better keep an eye on this. Sure shit. The last old guy just bolted. So that was pretty funny. Were they hammered? Like just forgot? They're like post game. It was a for sure designed maneuver to get out of paying for the bill. And they were all old, like all old and dad. Like they were. Funny. That's super weird. But that's not what was the best. Okay. The best was go outside afterwards to get an Uber, and there's people waiting in line for Church of John. You know where that is? It's like part of Crash yep. Hotel. There's yep. a lineup into the street, and there's two girls sitting there, and they're both wearing like dresses, no jackets, snowing like crazy. And the, already that's an Edmonton thing because I've seen chicks throughout my life <laughs> waiting in line for nightclubs. I would risk freezing to death and pay two dollars for coach. But, look, but oh, yeah. gals, especially wearing girl clothes and the like, you know, fashion charms. Oh, yeah. This chick. Takes a swig of vodka out of a Mickey and a handful of snow as mix. <laughs> wow. So That's resourceful. This girl goes chug and then scoop and then that was her drink. And I was like, yeah, that is hardcore. And her friend too. Like, we got to get her mix in. But God, her- that's a first time for everything, yeah. eh? It was legitimate. So that's my best of the week. Chalmers, best of the week? My best of the week is that the Edmonton Oilers are a underdog, a 105 underdog to the Dallas Stars tonight. And I suggest betting that heavily. The over-under is five and a half. They haven't covered that in the last three games. Um, so that's a tough one. Damn. But, yeah. So are you betting then? Oh, yeah. Plus 105? Hell yeah. Against Dallas? They're, I know they're, they're away to Dallas tonight, but they're looking good. They're figuring some shit out. I feel like they're hot. I, right. I, think, I, think, the, uh, I think they hit the over today. I feel like there's going to be an a offensive onslaught for the single, even though I'm going to say for the single reason that they, their, their, their defense is decimated, but they held the Oilers to 0-0 last game. Okay, so just to, but, give you, uh, just to give you an idea, the Dallas Stars winning by one and a half is heavy, heavy, heavy dog, which means that they think this is going to be a one-goal game and that the Oilers are going to lose by one goal. And I just, I don't ooh, think so. I would take Oilers... Minus one and a half. I would so love to see what the odds are. You can't take the Oilers. It's, it's Oilers plus one and a half, and the odds of that are minus 280, which means yeah, you put 10 nothing. bucks, that's winning $2.80. Yeah. That's the way I always give a it's not enough. relation. It's not enough. The juice no. is not worth the squeeze. No, not in that case. That's why I like the 105. All right. I may make a bet and then tweet about it and lose again. Have Strud's phone you and apologize. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was tough. 
Jay, best of the week? Best of the week is I am pleased to announce we're going to be working with a new airline partner, Flair Airlines. And they want to give our loyal, loyal citizens a trip for two to Winnipeg for a game day experience. Uh, And we're going to launch that on social media right away. So I'm just pumped that we're sending people around the globe to watch... The beautiful Winnipeg. So it's a direct the flight to Fargo. Winnipeg. How do you exactly? <laughs> well, we can't. We gotta. We gotta be. They're gonna prove us wrong that there is an airport there, uh, and I think that's what really allowed us. You're to gonna look out there. pretty so, silly. And I gotta be very they, they, circling they want, over know, Winnipeg for to, hours waiting for an dip, airport. We have to be very careful in how we present this, but very excited. If you two wanted, of you are going, two or twelve of you are going to Winnipeg. <laughs> oh, bulldogs. Are they called the Bulldog? The song's called Bulldog. Yeah, they're it's the a different Bulldogs. One. All right, it's the other one. Bully! Real Life Podcast. Suck it, Harvard. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.